Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo will for you come Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. (laughs) Just go with what you saw today. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right. No one will remember. No one's listening. Birds with Friends is fueled by Polar, the unofficial seltzer water of Birds with Friends. Whoever in that moves, I don't care who it is. Let's go. Give me everything you got. Play fast, play hard. Let's beat these boys tonight in that house. Here's party time. It's party time. Say go. Touchdown. You're listening to the Birds with Friends podcast. Now here's your host, Bo Wolf. That's right. Another week, and the Eagles are on to the draft as the Birds with Friends podcast, fueled by Zikkim, continues. I'm Bo Wolf, and as always, I think we've got a great show for you here on episode number I Can't Count That High. At the top of the show, we've got Bird on the Street, where I chat with Philadelphia Eagles producer extraordinaire Fran Duffy to discuss what we saw from the first two days of practice from the Senior Bowl down in Mobile, Alabama. Who impressed when the practice was moved indoors away from the media? Find out in the next 30 minutes or so as we set the table for the months ahead of draft prep. Next up, we'll play Ornithology Bracketology to decide which player from the Senior Bowl is the likeliest fit for the Philadelphia Eagles on draft day. But before we get into all that, I caught up with Fran Duffy right this second to discuss the Senior Bowl. Let's get to that chat right now in Bird on the Street. I feel like this should be where there's like a long eight second pause and I threatened to just put the mic down and walk out of the room. <laughs> that was completely unexpected. That was good. That was pretty good. What was your favorite part? Uh, the very beginning when I realized what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> At first I was like, oh, I got a sponsor. That's great. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Birds with Friends. We are here in my, uh, my palatial hotel room. Very, it's very nice in here. And Fran Duffy has joined me, sitting on the uh, very fancy chair. A big red chair. Uh, we are uh, getting ready for the third day of practice down here at the Senior Bowl. Uh, yesterday's practice went inside and was closed to the media, but you had a chance to watch some of the film of that practice. What did you, uh, what did you make of it? You know, it was uh, it was interesting. Obviously, look, the, when you went to the sideline angle, and especially when you went to some of the ground shots from the ground cameras, they, uh, you could see outside, and you know, I remember like yesterday when we were sitting in our room, we're getting podcasts done, we're writing, and looking outside, and like, ah, oh, like I don't know, they could have played in this. And then during the practice, you see like lightning bolts coming in the background. <laughs> you see like the wind just blowing the rain sideways. It's like, yeah, we're probably better off that we were that we were inside. But um, you know, a few guys that stood out. I mean, uh, to me, I thought Rocky Sin from Temple. Uh, he had probably had his ups and downs. He had a really good battle with Debo Samuel in one-on-one drills. Um, you know, I think that Rock came back and did pretty well in seven on seven and team had a nice pass breakup against Anthony Johnson from Buffalo in the team period. Uh, along the offensive line, Titus Howard from Alabama State continues. Mm, he's one of my guys. Yeah, he he had a, a pretty good day of practice. I thought uh, a number of guys really. Stood. I mean, a, a lot of these guys. Um, yeah, I've, I've gotten eyes on probably ninety percent of this the players down here. It's probably about 
a dozen maybe less than uh, I haven't watched. And a couple of the guys that have stood out most to me in practice, I mean, it's just because my eyes are drawn to them because I haven't studied them, were right. the guys that I didn't get a chance to study. So like Chuma Adoga from, from USC has looked really impressive, the offensive tackle, probably a little bit short than you'd like for Some a Some red flags but, on him. Yeah, but uh, the guy has really, really good feet, and he's really been really good Airplane in drills. Airplane Oh, no. I, I, I'm ex- I still haven't read it because I just posted the article. Yes. I'm excited to read it. But, uh, you know, Chuma Adogo is a guy that's really stood out. Javon Patterson, the guard center from uh, Ole Miss, has really stood out with his athleticism. So Trevon Wesco as well, the, the fullback tight end from West Virginia, uh, kind of a do-everything player. So a few guys have, have stood out over the course of the first couple of days. I'm going to give you the, uh, the airplane etiquette survey. Are you ready? I'm ready. What is your biggest air travel pet peeve? By far, the people that get up right when we land and are in the back of the plane and feel that they are better than everybody else mm-hmm. and need to rush to the front. That's your number one? Number one. Have you ever done that? No. Do you recline your seat? No. Aisle or window? Window. Why? I like leaning up against the wall. Okay. Do you usually bring food onto the plane? Never. Unless it's, uh, if anything, it's going to be something like like a Nutri-Game bar or something like that. Something, you know, quiet and quick. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about crying babies on a plane? out of my control i'm i'm uh more sympathetic for the parents than i am annoyed by the child good answer what's your armrest policy i usually don't use it because i'm leaning on the uh the window Mm. do you ever take your shoes off that's absurd uh do you ever watch or listen to anything with no headphones (laughs) No. no definitely not uh let's say you're in the window and you have to pee in the middle of the flight but the person on the aisle is sleeping what do you do uh, hold it, absolutely. And I'm, I'm like, I've probably gone to the bathroom on an airplane like one time in my entire life. Really? I, my wife thinks I'm a freak show for that, but well, you are. Yes, but but for other reasons. I'll figure it out. <clears throat> uh, let's say uh, the old uh, uh, proposition is offered to you. Okay. Will, will you will you switch seats with me? But I'm in an I'm in a middle and you're in a window. What do you do? I I, I really think that it's a. <clears throat> a uh, case by case basis. Like I have to almost like gauge the situation. I hate I'd hate going to a middle, but I, I'd almost have to read it as it came. I think. What's the situation in which you would do it? Uh, the situation, if I, you know, if it's parent and child, if it's parent and child is a little different. Yeah, if yeah. it's parent and child, I'm more likely to you know to make the switch. It's two adults. If it's two adults, especially if it's a short flight, like come on. I mean, you can you can stand to be separate for you know ten feet away as opposed to two feet away for uh, you know for an hour. And then have you have you ever flown Southwest? Only one time. Okay. So Only you know, one time. Who, what's what's the kind of person that you would like to sit with? I feel like the the person I would like to sit with is someone that probably uh, that I can tell would operate the same way that I do in terms of, you know, being respectful. So if, if like, if I go out go in and I see someone's got, you know, control of both armrests mm-hmm. and, and, you know, has got their shoes off, like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in the aisle before I sit in the chair next to that person. Okay. I was thinking the other day, uh, how did I do? He did pretty well. All right. I was thinking the other day about, uh, for those of you who don't know, Fran and I obviously used to, used to work together. Of course. And, uh, I think your first training camp, Okay. Uh, I was giving you. I think I was giving you a ride back to Philly or something like that. Yeah, that's and, right. And like I that. before, <laughs> before you got there, like I was like I would like do draft stuff uh, for the for the site. And you know, I'm thinking like I know I know what I'm talking about. And you and you, <laughs> you like very like 
like quietly and shyly like broach the subject like i hear you do like uh you do like some draft stuff for the site it's like oh yeah and you're like uh you know i'm actually like i'm pretty into that stuff and i'm thinking like oh great it's just like this video guy (laughs) wants to like you know like get his get his stuff on the site and you're like okay i'll I'll send you my i'll send you my spreadsheet (laughs) Then I open up the spreadsheet. I'm like, "Well, I'm not doing draft stuff anymore. (laughs) We got we got a sicko here." Yeah, and and that that iteration of the spreadsheet is nothing compared to the beast that it's become now. I know. So you know, it's a long time ago. I forgot about that. Whenever anyone asks, uh, so that like the the turn of like, oh, here we go again. Like, uh, here's this this (laughs) slappy wants to because I know that feeling because that's happened so many times to me. But the uh, whenever anyone asks, they will say like, "Oh, when did you start with the Eagles?" And I'll say, oh, "I was the first member of the Dream Team because that was my that's right uh, first day, of 2011 training camp." That's good. All right, here's here's what we're gonna do. I have no. I'm like terrified. As you are completely in the dark here. Yes. Uh, I have uh, I have 64 scenarios here of senior bowl players. Well, right. this is what got me thinking of it, and and we can cut this out if if you want, but. Uh, I was I was thinking uh, that you are an expectant father. Yes. Uh, and when when uh, we were waiting for our uh, our son Casey, we did a bracket of names. Names, right? So yeah. then I started thinking bracket, and so this is this is what what okay. landed us here. So I've got sixty four players and picks they could be picked by the Eagles. Now, uh, for Eagles fans who don't know, the Eagles have twenty five overall, two picks in the second round, no picks in the third round. I, I can't remember. Of course, why yeah. that is? Um, usually, every teams have third round picks. They usually don't have two seconds, so you know that's a good point. Bounce out uh, two fourths, a regular and a compensatory. Yep. one fifth, and then probably a sixth and two compensatory sixths. Right. So I've got sixty four options here. You're going to tell me we're going to go game by game, and we're going to have a winner. Now you're going to say factor in whether this is where you think that person will go okay. and whether you think they are a good fit for what the Eagles okay. would want. Okay? I see. Okay. So the first matchup is Lonnie Johnson, the cor- long corner from Houston. Who had a good day of practice Tuesday. With the, first, Wednesday, with the first pick of the fourth round for the Eagles. Pick of the fourth Not the, round. their first pick, their regular yeah. fourth round pick. Yep. Or uh, Wyoming pass rusher Carl Granderson with the same pick. I'm gonna go Lonnie Johnson first pick of the fourth round. You think they could take a take a corner? Sure, it's yeah, possible. They got, they got five guys. Like, it might just be because I think Lonnie Johnson's just a better player. So okay. that, that, and that you think be. that's a reasonable place for him I to like go? The, I like the value there of Lonnie Johnson okay. in the fourth round over Granderson in the fourth round. That's that's absolutely my reasoning right there. Okay. Uh, South Carolina wide receiver Debo Samuel, a favorite of yours. Yes. Quick feet. I've liked what I've seen this week. Uh, with the first pick of the second round for the Eagles, their their true second round pick. Okay. So the twenty fifth pick of the second round, or Anthony Johnson, the Buffalo wide receiver, with the fourth round compensatory pick. Wow. <sighs> I'm gonna go. Um, by the way, are these seated? Like, is Debo at the at the second? Is that like the two seed? I went. Uh, I I have thirty two players from the north, thirty two players from the south, okay. and I did it. By their number, top to bottom. So it is Got seated, it. but not by like what I actually think is Got likely. It. Okay, uh, I'm going to go Debo. Uh, who, by the way, like 
he's a guy that I feel like can fit in any offense because I do think he can play outside. I do like him best inside. I think he'll be a nice slot receiver in the NFL. Yeah, he looks – I mean, he can create space on the outside. He can. And that's More so I, than your your trash guy, Andy Isabella, who's like – I mean <laughs> – Isabella, I think, He's got is a those good Burger King De- hands. Debo, Debo is better. I think when you look at Debo, one of his best traits is yards after catch. I mean, he's uh, a monster with the ball in his hands. Really, really competitive. I, I like a lot of what he brings to the table. It would be a bummer to have to use a draft pick to take a guy who does what Golden Tate does, but is better than him, and you still don't get the third round. Well, pick. that's why I actually think I wrote that in my notes uh, of Debo. This was going back even to the summer. He reminds me in a lot of ways of Golden Tate. Yeah. All right, uh, Terrell Hanks. The small school linebacker who had everybody, uh, you know, like eyes popping out of their head like an old cartoon when he came out in the uh, in the weigh-ins. Yep. With the uh, fourth round comp pick. Okay. Or B.J. Autry, the small school guard, with the first pick of the sixth round for the mm. Eagles. So Autry is a like big, thick. I mean, he's he's a big man. He's, he's like three three fifty. He's right? a big, yeah, strong. Powerful, See, like there are some things that I plan on saying today, okay. that I, but that one I know I can't. I can't touch that one. Okay, so that one's too much a shield. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, with the first option. I'm going to go with Terrell Hanks. So by that you mean Autry is not a great fit for this um, system? Yeah, not cool. I don't. I worry. I, he's Brandon a guy Brooks that I haven't. A big, big he's fella. a guy that I haven't studied yet. Okay, um, but just from like the from the eye test on Tuesday morning, and then what I've seen on film so far this week. Uh, I would say probably more so with Hanks. And Hanks is uh, a guy that I've liked. He's a, a high school safety who came to New Mexico State, four-year starter at linebacker. I mean, the guy is yoked. He's he's yoked up. He's absolutely. Now, the only thing I worry about, though, with that is that he's Where's like 235, the and he's already like super yoked up. So yeah. is he going to get a lot bigger? Like he might. Be well, I mean, that, that that is a question. Like, do you want a guy who's like maxed out physically, or do you want a guy with some projection? Well, I mean, I, I mean, think, it, it's nice to see that they have the work ethic, right? But it's sure. also where's the upside? That's that. I mean, that's the, the line you tell. What do you prefer? Uh, it depends on the position of the player. It's it's you know we've had these discussions with like age and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like I kind of look at it the same way with like the, you know physical development. You know, I think that. Um, you, you look at Terrell Hanks, and there are some times where uh, you look at him and say, all right, well, he's a smaller linebacker. He's still athletic. He can play sideline to sideline. Uh, he's really aggressive downhill. There's not a ton that I'm like, oh, man, like this is a huge, huge red flag. There are times where he sees things a little bit slow. I thought he looked a little bit tentative in Wednesday's indoor practice. Um, but overall, I mean, this guy can come down and, and stick you, but he'll also – uh, show the ability to play in reverse as well. I mean, he had a couple of really good pops in Tuesday's practice uh, where he kind of used that frame at the point of attack. Okay. So I like Hanks there. Okay. Uh, the Buffalo quarterback, Tyree Jackson, yep. who uh, came out after graduating as a junior, big fella. Real big. 6'7", uh, legit, 250. Eagles, you know, could could potentially draft a develop, developmental quarterback. That's uh, in, the, uh, in the sixth round. Wow. Okay. Second pick of the sixth round. All right. Or uh, Drew Salmon, the Oklahoma offensive mm. lineman, also with the second pick of the sixth round. Get me in on Samuel. Okay. Uh, is really athletic. He's he's kind of a mess with his hands, um, but I love his mentality, and he's really athletic. I think that he, if you're looking at our developmental offensive lineman, I think that he he would be a guy I'd be very intrigued by. Oh, Samia. I read Samia. the A as an N. That's my fault. It's all right. Uh, okay, Bruce Anderson. I thought you were trying to do some kind of a pun there. Mm, I, I don't really love the, the name of this segment, but I, I was so scrambling to get the 64 matchups up that I didn't have time to really sure. come up with a good name. Uh, Bruce Anderson, 
the okay. North Dakota State running back yep. with the last pick of the sixth round, so what would be their last pick of the draft. Okay. Uh, or Elton Jenkins, the Mississippi State interior offensive lineman with the Eagles' second pick of the second round, the, the Ravens pick. Yeah. So it's interesting because the value – I'm looking at the value there. Um, Bruce Andrew, a running back in the sixth round versus – an interior lineman, middle middle of the second round. Give me those running back stats you you reeled off last night. Crazy. I mean, so on average over the last ten years, twenty running backs have been drafted each year. Um, twenty three or twenty four running backs declared for the draft this year. Like, so you've got the twenty four running backs who declared. You've got six guys here. You've got like another six that didn't make it. Uh, you know, from you know whether it's Damian Harris who just declined right. his invitation. Uh, you know, Jalen Moore, Miles Gaskin, guys that got hurt uh, that didn't make it. They were guys at the Shrine Game last week. Divino Zigbo from Nebraska. A couple other guys that I think are draftable prospects. I mean, these running. There's a lot of running backs. So I'm going to go Elton Jenkins, a guy that's got versatility to play a number of positions along the offensive line. We know that Doug Peterson and, the, and that staff, they value versatility along the offensive line. Uh, and he's had a good week of practice. He's strong. Um, I think he's a, a serviceable athlete. Uh, I love that versatility. Okay. I like him. I like what I've seen. Yeah, he's I mean, good. What do I know? But he's graded out, He graded out very well for me on film. And at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, he graded out really, really well. I'm not sure what like if he's you know going to be like a dominant guard or a dominant mm. center, but I I think that he's going to be a good player. But he, it's he's a, I think he's a very solid prospect, very solid airplane etiquette as well. Uh, all right, good the the Temple corner Rock Yasin with the second pick of the fourth round, the fourth round comp pick. Okay, or Andre Dillard, the Washington State mm. offensive tackle, with the second pick of the second round. Give me Dillard, and he's going to be a little bit of a work in progress as well. Um, but I will say that the position significance of offensive line over corner uh, plays a factor for me there. And, I, and Dillard, to me, is probably one of the one or two best tackles uh, here and then really almost in this class as well. And I haven't watched all the juniors yet, but um, it's, not a gr- it's not a really heavy offensive line class at the very top. Uh, to me, I look at Andre Dillard, a really comfortable feet. He's looked pretty good here. It's just a question of coming from that offense at Washington State. You know, how's he going to look putting his hand in the dirt, playing out of a three-point stance? Old Dominion pass rusher O'Shane Zimenez yeah. with the fourth-round comp pick. Yep. Or my guy Titus Howard with the true second-round pick. Titus Howard, all day. Okay. Uh, Zimenez isn't a bad player, but Howard, I, I'm, I'm all in on Howard, I think. Montez Sweat. The Mississippi State edge rusher, I would say probably considered by most people the best the best non-quarterback here uh, prospect-wise. So with the 25th overall pick, or Isaiah Bugs, hmm. the Alabama defensive tackle with the first pick of the fourth round. That Ooh. might be too late for him. It might be too that's what's got me intrigued because I think I really like the value. Well, there. no, this is not – but don't say what you would rather do, which is more likely. So if you don't think that he's going to be there, then that's, that's fair. then you would whack that. You'd migrate that bad boy. Yeah, I'd migrate all day. Um, I'm would, still going to go would, Isaiah Bugs there because I do think that there's a chance he falls because he's not like a super sexy like right. interior penetrator. Not a ton of production. Yeah, not a ton of production, and it's a good defensive tackle class. Guys are going to fall. Um, I'm going I'm to say Isaiah Bugs here. And he's actually, by the way, also been excellent in practice. I, I've really liked seeing him. Not Look, he, he hasn't been necessarily standing out uh, rep after rep in one-on-ones as a pass rusher. He's had a couple of really nice ones, especially yesterday. Um, but I thought that in inside run drills, nine-on-seven, both days, he was 
dominant. He was really, really good in team drills. So you're not in on Montez Sweat, huh? Uh, not necessarily. I actually, I actually kind of like Montez Sweat. Um, he's, and he has looked the part. Maybe it's a little bit of recency bias just because we haven't seen a ton of him. I know he was battling an injury yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I wasn't watching too much of the defensive line the first day. Um, you know, I, just, I, I like the value there of Bugs in the fourth round. Okay. Tyree Brady, the Marshall wide receiver who we both like. Yes. Uh, with the fourth round comp pick. Ooh. Or Jalen Ferguson, the Louisiana Tech pass rusher, with the 25th overall selection. Yeah, I'm going Brady. I'm going Brady there. I, I like I like Brady a lot. Uh, reminds me in some ways of Alshon. So you have a player that does that skill mm-hmm. set already. But I think when you look at him, you know he he's really smooth. Uh, I talked to him on Tuesday morning. I you know I, li- I liked what I heard from him. Um, can go up and get it. He's got some of the best ball skills, some of the best set of hands uh, in this class. So I, I like Tyree Brady a lot. He, he's a player that really intrigues me, especially uh, early fourth round. West Virginia wide receiver Gary Jennings okay. in the fifth round. One of the players I haven't studied, but his, he's, he's got some juice. I kind of liked him. He's got a little bit of juice. He does. Or a Mississippi State linebacker Gary Green mm. in the sixth round, third, third pick of the sixth round. I'm going uh, to say Jennings here. I watched Green on well, the we way know. down they would, here. They, they're not opposed to taking a West Virginia wide receiver that's, in the fifth round. That's a valid point. Um, I, the only thing with Green is I, I do wonder what his the scheme fit would be with him here. You know, he's he's probably more of a, a Sam backer. Um, you know, he's he's versatile in that he can rush the pass or he can drop in coverage. He actually looks pretty fluid. He had a great pass breakup uh, down the field in the first day of practice, and then uh, he's looked good when I've seen him on film dropping. So uh, to me, I look at him and I say, okay, I just wonder what he would be for the Eagles. I think three four teams would probably value him a little bit higher. Georgia defensive lineman Jonathan Ledbetter. Who was awesome on Wednesday. He was really good. Okay, in the fifth round, so maybe he won't be there. Like that, yep. Or Jonathan Abram, the Mississippi State safety, mm. who is not practicing but is here yep. with the uh, Ravens pick in the second round. Hmm. There are going to be some good defensive linemen available in the third day of the draft, more so than, than other years. So I, I don't think it's out of the question that Ledbetter is there on the fifth round. Sounds like bedwetter. Unfortunately, yeah. How do you factor that in? Probably, I probably migrate that bad boy. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Jonathan Abram, um, a heat-seeking missile. You know, in ter- at his best, very physically gifted. Uh, he's another guy who walked out on stage. One of the first. I think he was what was the first guy that walked out on stage. Uh, weigh-ins, rocked up. He, you know, he's a little bit undersized in terms of the measurable, measurable standpoint, but uh, explosive, big hitter, plays the ball well in the air. Uh, he, he's a really intriguing player. I know in talking with some scouts uh, from around the league in the fall, I know he was buzzing. We had Jim Nagy on the Journey to the Draft podcast back in October. He echoed that sentiment. I know a lot of people are really excited about him. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited about Jonathan Avery. I want to continue studying more of him too. Everybody's favorite uh, 12-year child, Hunter Renfro, the Clemson slot receiver, with yep. the second pick of the sixth round, or Daylon Mack, the Texas A&M guy, the late riser in the fifth round, defensive lineman. So Renfro doesn't really offer speed down mm-hmm. the field. He's not, you know, an explode like that's the. I think that's the big difference between him and Andy Isabella is that Isabella uh, has more juice vertically, can work in the, in, the, in the deep part of the field, whereas Renfro is probably a better route runner right now and probably a little bit more reliable at the catch point. I want to like I want to make fun of him, but like. He's, he's good. really good. Yeah, Renfro's like, good. For what good. he does, yeah. he's very good. Yeah. Um, and the Eagles don't really have a guy that fits like that, is that right. kind of uh, receiver. Right, but that's like, that's Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard's role. Like, no, I, like, I'm with you. Um, but I think we're going to go Renfro. 
I, okay. like, I like Renfro there. Okay. Dalen Mack is a, is a tough one. I saw him now each of the past two weeks. He was really good at the Shrine game last week. I've been watching him since his freshman year. I mean, like, he, he came on campus right away. He was a five-star recruit, uh, made waves early. And, uh, you know, I would say that he, his play tapered off his sophomore and junior seasons. He got really big. Um, had talked with reporters this year coming into his senior season and, and admitted, yeah, like, I really kind of, you know, I kind of mailed it in my junior and, and uh, sophomore year. But I want to turn it on for my senior season. He did that, and he's been really good in the all-star game process. So we'll see how that will help his draft stock. Uh, Old Dominion wide receiver Travis Fulgham. Who's looked good. Yeah, I like him too. In the fifth round. Or uh, Kentucky safety Mike Edwards with the second pick of the fifth round, fourth round. This is probably the toughest one yet oh. in terms of their value. Edwards, who was the, our, uh, the Eagle selection in the tw- with the 25th pick in our uh, Senior Ball Only Mock Draft, yeah, the draft yeah. podcast by uh, our friend Tony Pauline yesterday, he had some really nice plays in the slot in Wednesday's practice. Um, you know, I think he's a smart player, good coverage player. You just worry about him against the run, especially at his size. I'm going to go Fulgham. Fulgham, you know, Fulgham is a, a big body kid. I actually, he came, you know how, you know, on the spreadsheet, uh, there are going to be guys that I'll write down that are underclassmen that will pop up when I'm watching other players. So if I'm watching a guy for this year's draft, someone may pop on screen. And I'll say, like, who is this kid? No, it's a, it's a freshman. Let me write his name down for, you know, down the road. That happened with me with Travis Fulgham. He's been on my list now for three years. Mm. I watched, And he was a walk-on. Yeah, I first noticed him while watching Zach Pascal, a former <laughs> Old Dominion wide receiver. You are sick. <laughs> you are there. You have issues. Pascal is st- has stuck. He's been with, he's, uh, with the FFRs in Indy. Yeah. Okay. And now here we are, Travis Fulgham, talking about him here at this uh, quaint little room here. That's right. So who are you taking? I'm taking Fulgham. Okay. Uh, Gardner Minshew, the the Washington State quarterback. The stash. With the uh, fourth-round comp pick. Okay. Or Wes Hills, the slippery rock, mm. former Delaware running back with the last pick of the draft, the sixth-round second comp pick. Probably Hills. Um, you know, Minshew, I do like Minshew. I actually liked him more than I thought I would um, going into it. But to me, if I'm going to spend a, a pick in the middle, you know, in the, in the middle rounds of a quarterback, I probably want a little bit better tools there. Okay. Uh, your boy, one of your boys. One of my boys. Virginia safety, Juan Thornhill. I know that's right. In the fourth round, first pick of the fourth. Or uh, another boy of yours, just not necessarily prospect-wise, but uh, – T for Temple U-wise, Reichwell Armstead, the running back with the third six-round pick. I got to go Thornhill. Uh, Thornhill is a guy – I've pegged him very – he was another guy that while watching other players uh, stood out to me very early in his career. So I've watched him as a sophomore, as a junior, and as a senior. So watching his development over the course of the last couple of years, I'm a big, big fan of his game. Has corner uh, safety versatility, can match up in the slot. I love his ball skills. Reminds me in a lot of ways of Eddie Jackson, who had a similar kind of career arc uh, for Alabama and has turned, obviously, into one of the best young safeties in the NFL because of his playmaking ability. I'm going I'm to go Juan Thornhill. All right. Your boy. you got a lot of boys here. Yeah, that's true. David Sills, who, uh, if you have not read it, read Fran's story on PhiladelphiaEagles.com on, on David Sills' uh, Eagles connections. And he's, of course, the, the guy who committed to USC as a 12-year-old quarterback. Uh, it was fun to watch you sneaking around the locker room <laughs> for the last couple of weeks and, work on and, that for and, a few months and knowing that you were working on something and you sick. were kind of on my scent. You were, you, you, yeah. you knew what I was, what do you, what do you, uh, of course. Uh, so him in the first pick of the fourth round, yeah. I like him. 
I like David Silva. I'm I, I'm surprised at how much I like him. He He's got looked, great he ball skills. Great. He didn't look great Wednesday. Okay, but I, I'm I'm still in on him. I I mean, what do I know? I watched I watched like you know five minutes of of TV tape film on all the wide receivers before I got here. But uh, I liked. I think he had the best like jump ball skills. Yeah. Of of any of the receivers here, I think that he has things that you can't like for a quarter a guy who was a former quarterback. And I buy that there is upside. Because yeah. he hasn't played the position there that long. There are things long. that he does that you can't teach. Like yeah. he, his ball skills are really, really good. He's he's six three and he's over two hundred pounds, and he can he's going to run in the low four fives. Mm. Like, I mean, for a guy that big to run that well and play the ball well, those are three things that you worry about. Oh, like I don't know if you can teach size, you can't teach speed, you can't teach ball skills. Mm. Like he's got all those. You can worry. You can work with him as a route runner. You can work with him uh, getting off press coverage. Those have been issues for him this week. Um, but the, the other stuff you can't teach. So him with the 4A, the first pick okay. of the fourth, or uh, another Kentucky safety, Darius West, with the hmm. second pick of the fourth. I'm going to go Sills. Okay. Yeah, I like Sills. Are you tired? Because that was we just finished the first half of the first round. This is the point where, where uh, Shields definitely <laughs> making some kind of sarcastic comment. Yeah, Shields, Shields like that. <laughs> he's probably rolling his eyes right now listening, if he's even bothering listening to this. That's true. All right, other side of the bracket, the, the North team or the South team. The North team. <laughs> uh, Washburn corner Corey Ballantyne, yeah. Tony Pauline's Tony guy. Tony Pauline's guy. Yes. With the uh, first pick of the fourth. Or one of my guys. And I think he's everybody's guy. He's they got that personality. Kalen Saunders, the Western Carolina defensive tackle. Colin Saunders. Colin Saunders with the same pick, first pick of the fourth. Literally, that's his Twitter handle. It's, it's Colin, not Kalen. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to go Colin Saunders. Yeah. Right. I think he could, he could fit. Yeah. Oh, he, I think he definitely could fit. Um, you know, explosive. He's like he's like what they wanted Elijah Qualls to be. I could see that. I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Um, I think with Son, he's definitely raw. He he's got some development in, in, in a lot of different areas. But the guy that can get upfield, he he's an explosive kid. He can get upfield. He's got a good first step, high motor. Uh, was productive. I also like the personality. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Tony Pollard, the Memphis okay. wide receiver slash running back slash return man. In theory, the kind of running back I think Eagles fans are pining for. That's you know, exactly right. Mismatch, kick returner. Right. Uh, you know, third down factor back. Ooh. Okay. Uh, with a second pick of the sixth round. Okay. Or surprisingly, another one of your boys, Oregon, Oregon's Jalen Jelks with the second pick of the second round. Ooh. So I haven't studied Pollard yet. So I'm going to go Jelks because I know what I I, I know what I think I'm getting in Jelks. Uh, he reminds me of uh, Danell Hunter coming out of LSU in a lot of ways. Okay, and I'll take that. Uh, Notre Dame running back Dexter Williams with the first pick of the sixth round. I think he's the best running back here. Or the official defensive tackle prospect of Birds with Friends, Rennell Wren, <laughs> with the second pick of the second round. Um, the second pick of the second round. Yeah. Okay. So Ren was really good Tuesday, and I think uh, I think the, the the offensive lineman on that side kind of picked up on his trends here in the second day of practice, and they kind of used his first step against him. He's got a really quick first step. That's what it's all based on. Uh, all of his success just tries to wreck the play immediately. Um, but I mean, that's the kind of disruption you're looking for. And so I'm going to go with Renell Ren, uh, high upside pick. I've compared him in the past to Chris Jones coming out of Mississippi State, former first-round pick for the Kansas City Chiefs. I was not high on Jones for a lot of the same reasons that I'm not super, super high on Wren, but I don't want to make the same mistake twice. I'll go with Renault Wren. 
John Kominsky, the uh, small school defensive tackle, former quarterback, with the first pick of the fourth round. Okay. Or Anthony Nelson, the Iowa defensive lineman, with the second pick of the fourth round. I'm going to go Kaminsky. I think there's more upside there. Yeah, Nelson doesn't really fit this scheme, probably. No, right? probably not. Okay. Not, you know. Yeah. All right, Andy Isabella, first pick of the fourth. Yep. Or Byron Cowart, the former number one overall recruit who transferred to Maryland with the fifth round pick. Give me Isabella. Okay. He's got the, he gives you some speed. He can, get, he can work in the slot. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about a couple things there. He does tend to, uh, to body catch a little bit. He's not a pure hands catcher, but uh, I'll take the tools with Isabella. UC Davis's Keelan Doss, the wide receiver. Intriguing player. Second pick of the fourth. Okay. He's, he had some flashes on Tuesday. I didn't did. see yesterday's. But, or TCU linebacker LJ, or, uh, pass rusher LJ Collier in the fifth round. Who had some flashes as well. Um, I'm going to go Keelan Doss. Yeah, Doss is an intriguing uh, blend of size and athleticism and ball skills. Uh, to me, uh, I'm leaning more that direction as opposed to Collier, who part, not necessarily a part-time player, but a, you know, not a part-time starter, was kind of mixed in there in a rotation up front for TCU, played inside and outside, so he's got some versatility there. But uh, I'm going to lead with Doss. Uh, Notre Dame linebacker Tavon Coney with the second pick of the fourth. Second pick of the fourth, okay. Or... Texas is Charles Omenihu. Omenihu. O- Omenihu in the fifth round. Omenihu. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, he could be an official. Yeah, yeah. good. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I like Omenihu. I like, you know, power and leverage guy all the way. He's lined up at both left end and right end. Uh, also, I think can offer some versatility to line up inside. Uh, I-, I like Omenihu. Good amount. Uh, Penn State quarterback Trace McSorley. Okay. With the first pick of the sixth round. Or Alex Wesley, the Northern Colorado wide receiver, with the second pick of the sixth round. I, I like Wesley. Okay, he's uh, he's got some speed. He's not a, a pure. He's a, like like a four hundred meter uh, champion. Yeah, right. In college, in college and high school, was a, a big time track guy, uh, and was very very productive as a receiver. I think he's got a good idea of what he's doing as a. You think that's runner. too late for him? I think that's realistic. I think it's, it could be realistic. Yeah. He's a small school guy. You never know. He could go to the combine and be really, really good right. and boost him stock, his stock. So right, right now, I'll go with Wesley. Okay. Ohio State wide receiver Terry McLaurin, who I like, uh, surprisingly. I just think that they have – they're different. You think he's like Matt Collins? To me, he's Matt Collins, like in what his role would be at the next level. Okay. Well, him in the fifth round. Okay. Or uh, Chris Lindstrom in the fifth round, the Boston College wide, uh, offensive lineman. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, Boston College offensive You're going, line. Uh, how dare you? I, I know, I know. How dare you? I know. You're going with a guy being a dude. Uh, look, he's advancing into the second round. I mean, I two. Guess. This is a matchup of like two of the most loathsome programs in college football. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll put Lidstrom into the second round. Okay. <laughs> I, you, you You're should, shocked by this. You should not be able to sleep yeah, tonight. Yeah. I hope you can't sleep. I haven't been sleeping all week. So uh, Jacoby Myers, okay, the NC State wide receiver with the, the second pick of the fourth round. Yep. Or Dalton Risner, the Kansas State offensive lineman, who I think you don't like that much, with the first pick of the sixth round. The value for Risner makes sense there. First pick of the sixth round. Uh, he's getting first round buzz by some, so <laughs> value I think makes sense. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to go with Myers, who was another guy that I wasn't like super, super high on coming into the week. And I feel like you're pitting me a lot of receivers versus offensive linemen, and I keep mm-hmm. picking the receivers. That's because it goes from top to bottom, and that's where they get matched up. A flaw but, yeah. in, your, in your strategy. No, because... Uh, yeah. But I, I'll go with Myers. He, he made some nice play. I didn't catch, catch him too much uh, from yesterday, from the indoor practice, but... Tuesday, he made some good plays, especially in team periods. Okay, you like this matchup. It's okay. a it's a wide receiver against an offensive lineman. It's uh, Jalen Smith, the Louisville wide receiver, hmm. uh, with the second pick of the fourth round, or Chuma Adoga with the first pick of the fourth round. Give me Chuma. Okay. Uh, Jalen Smith, you know, probably a big slot receiver at the next level. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of where yeah. he's at. Uh, Chuma, who I haven't studied yet, but has been really impressive so far as we talked about earlier. Northern Illinois small pass rusher Sutton Smith with the last pick of the sixth round. So they're, you know, they're Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. Or uh, Garrett Bradbury, the NC State interior lineman, probably a center with the first pick of the fourth round. Bradbury all day. Okay. Um, Bradbury did get overwhelmed a couple times uh, in Tuesday's practice, um, but he's really athletic and I love his versatility. Uh, he's tough. He, you know, strength and power can get him at sometimes, but I, Hey, you know, the Eagles have worked with those kinds of linemen before and have had success. Georgia State wide receiver Penny Hart, who's getting some buzz. He's explosive. He's explosive. Had he, a really good day practice on Wednesday. He reminds me of John Brown from the Shrine game a couple years ago. Okay. He reminds me a lot on tape of Taylor Gabriel. Okay. Yeah, I've heard we're, that. We're, yep. We're so the with the page. first pick of the fourth round. Okay. Or uh, Charlotte offensive lineman Nate Davis Ooh. in the fifth round. This is a tough one. I think I like the value of Nate Davis more. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think so. But Penny Hart is it has been intriguing. He's had a good week. Uh, was carving people up in one on one. Do you think that's the right area for him? Or you think a little bit yeah, later? Yeah, I, th- I think you're probably, especially if he goes and tests well, you're probably in the right area. Guys with speed always go a little bit earlier mm-hmm. than where their film usually would dictate. Um, and I think that's probably true. So what do you like about Nate Davis? He's really flexible. He played tackle all four years, but uh, is probably a better guard. Has played guard here. Was just tough as now. Really good practice on Wednesday. And then Tuesday, I thought he looked really good, too. Um, you know, just to me, like technically sound, uses his hands well. Great leverage player, as uh, Jim Schwartz likes to play, uh, likes to say, plays with natural leverage. Um, I, I, Long I really levers like, or strong levers? Well, not necessarily that one. But <laughs> I, I think when you look at Nate Davis, uh, I think he's a, I don't want to say plug and play, but I think he's an early starter at guard. All right, Michigan running back Karan Higdon. I with like the Higdon. second pick of the sixth round. I like him, too. Or uh, Michael Dieter with the first pick of the fourth round, the Wisconsin offensive lineman. He's my number one lineman here. Uh, I got to go Dieter for sure. You think that's – but that's a realistic area for him. He could fall that far, right? He, he, could, he could fall could. that far. He, I will say he was one of the more disappointing bodies at the weigh-in. Mm, okay. All right, two left in the first round. Nasir Adderley, the Delaware safety with yep. the, in the first round with a 25 overall. Wow, okay. Or Caleb McGarry, the Washington tackle, with the second pick of the second round. Who looks a lot like Lane Johnson. He really does. He looks like Lane Johnson's brother. Could I would like to hear his voice. What was the pick? Second of the second. So that might be a little high. Yeah, it's probably a I think high. it's a little spicy for both of these guys. But I, was, I, would, I would agree. I'll probably go Nazir Adderley. Okay. Because if I'm going to bet on one, I'll, I'll bet on the, uh, the safety with corner cover skills. Okay. Last one, Drew Tranquil. Notre Dame linebacker in the fifth. Who I like. Or your boy, your favorite program, Zach Allen, Boston College <laughs> defensive lineman with the second right. pick of the second round. Uh, I'm going to go with Tranquil. Okay. 
Um, I've said, I think the, the comparison I said, I used this uh, with C-Mac over on the Journey to the Draft podcast. He's the Mac Collins of linebackers. Great special teams player in college. Was okay, a so, early so, in so we can say that he won't play in 2020. <laughs> well, I, what I think you see is you, he's, he's a really impressive athlete. He's got great physical tools. He's a freak. So he's got upside of being a starter. <laughs> he's got starting upside, but you feel he's got a very high floor as well. So I, okay. I, I look at Drew Tranquil in that way. Okay. We're on to the second round. The good news is there, there are now fewer matchups than there were in the entirety Thank of the God. first round. Uh, Lonnie, got some barbecue to eat here. Lonnie Johnson in the fourth, okay, or Debo Samuel in the second. Debo Samuel in the second. Terrell Hanks in the fourth, the second of the fourth, or Drew Samia in the sixth. Give me Drew Samia in the sixth. Mm. I like the value there because to me, you know, but I don't want to know uh, when you say like the value. You don't mean. You think he'll go sooner and that's good value? You mean like you think that is where he will go? I think that's about the area where okay. he will go, and I like that, like that okay. value. Elton Jenkins with the second pick of the second. Okay. Or Andre Dillard with the second pick of the second. I'm taking Dillard. Okay. I, I like Just Dillard. Just tackle Dillard. over interior or? Player, uh, both, both position value and just based off the, the, the player, I think both, both are. And you think he's a, he's a stout, stout kind of guy? Yeah, and he's got good feet. I think when you look at that, I, you know, Stout likes those kind of rare attributes. And mm-hmm. Guys, like he's always kind of looking for those kinds of players. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said that in media availabilities multiple right. times. Uh, that's what he likes about Kelsey and Peters. He said it about Mylotta, about Matt Pryor, um, you know, guys that just have unique qualities. And I, I think Dillard has a little bit of that. And I think you could make a case that Titus Howard has a little bit of that. I would agree. So Titus Howard with the first pick of the second round or Isaiah Bugs with the first pick of the fourth. I'm going to go Titus Howard. Okay. Tyree Brady. Second pick of the fourth, the Marshall wide receiver, or Gary Jennings in the fifth, the West Virginia wide receiver? Give me Tyree Brady. Okay. Yep. Jonathan Abram, Mississippi State safety in the second, second pick of the second, or Hunter Renfro in the sixth? Say it one more time. Jonathan Abram in the second. Yeah. The second of the two. Second of the two. Or Hunter Renfro in the sixth, the second of the three. Uh, give me Abram. Give me Abram. He's a re- he is a very intriguing player. He's and he's a he's a pure safety. Pure safety can do it all. I think he can play free or strong. He does have like there, are, you know, with his instincts and his eye discipline and the angles. There are some things there from a mental standpoint I'd like to see cleaned up. I okay. haven't watched enough senior film to say that he's definitely improved in those areas. But those were the areas off his junior tape that I, I thought were were a little worrisome. Travis Fulgham, Old Dominion wide receiver in the fifth, or Wes Hills, the slippery rock running back with the last pick of the sixth. Give me Travis Fulgham. He had again. He had a really good day of practice on Wednesday. I'm excited to see him here in a couple hours. Juan Thornhill in the fourth, the Virginia safety, or David Sills in the fourth. Ooh. I'm gonna go Thornhill. Mm. I'm gonna go Thornhill. Um, to me, a better player right now. That was uh, a real Sophie's choice for you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Colin Saunders, first pick of the fourth. Okay. Or Jalen Jelks, second pick of the second. Jalen Jelks. I got. I got to trust my. I'm going to trust my eval here. I, I'm a big fan of Jalen Jelks and, and what he could. Where's the production, with. Fran? I know our boy Tony does not does not like Jalen Jelks, but uh, I'm a big fan of Jalen Jelks. It sounds like a made up name. A little bit. Uh, 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 Jalen uh, Jelks. <laughs> it's not his real name. Sure. We got to get to the bottom of that. Yeah, okay. Uh, Rennell Wren. 
Yeah. Or John Kominsky. Oh, sorry, Rennell ran in the, in the second with, of the second. Okay. Or Kominsky with the first pick of the fourth. See, the thing with Kaminsky is, is he only had three sacks last year at, at the, F, in the yes. D2 or D3. I mean, yes. that's, the, that's one thing that's worrisome. But he, when you watch him, I mean, he stands out immediately. Like, yeah, because he's like three feet taller than everyone else on the field. And so he flies around. He moves better than everybody. He better. Well, that's, you know, there's something to be said for that. I'm going to go Rennell Wren, though. Okay. Even though Rennell Wren does scare me a little bit, I think the upside there is, is intriguing. Okay. I, I could – I would – that makes sense to me if you are, say, you're taking two defensive linemen and he's the second of them. Sure. Like you, t- you swing for upside as if you take a guy with a bit of a higher floor earlier. Yeah, I like that. I could see that. Yep. Uh, and I've said all along, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised about two defensive linemen mm-hmm. in the f- first two rounds. We know they value trench play on both sides. Right. Uh, Andy Isabella, first pick of the fourth. Okay. Or Keelan Doss, second pick of the fourth. This is tough. Um, maybe Keelan Doss. It's very tough. Well, he'll be I able think. to play at the next level, so that <laughs> works in his favor. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. T- Keelan Doss. I think I'll, I'll work with the upside there. Um, I think Isabella has a little bit more verticality to him and can work deep, but I th- I think that Doss can do that enough and probably has higher upside overall to play on the outside. Charles Omenahu in the fifth. Okay. Or Alex Wesley. In the, in the sixth, second of the sixth. I mean, he was a Texas think, defensive lineman, if you don't remember. Alex sure. Wesley, gonna, Northern Colorado wide receiver. Yes. Uh, I know Alex Wesley. Okay. Vertical receiver. Chris Lindstrom. Guy being a dude in the fifth. If I, if I advance here, you're... you're or Jacoby Myers, oh. second pick of the fourth. <laughs> I'm going to go Chris Lindstrom. Okay. <laughs> He's going to win this whole thing. had a couple good days of practice so far. Uh, Chuma Adoga, first pick of the fourth. Okay. USC tackle. Or Garrett Bradbury, same pick, first pick of the fourth. NC State So interior. I haven't watched Chuma yet, but I, the, I've been so impressed with the flashes so far. But I have watched Bradbury, and I love him, so I'm going to go Bradbury. Okay. And that seems like a good area for the Eagles to address that in, you know, future interior offensive yeah. lineman. I do think, I will say, that of the picks that we've talked about so far, and this isn't a universal thought. Like mm-hmm. I know Tony thinks that... that Bradbury is like a late day three mm-hmm. guy. I value Bradbury as like a top 50 guy so far. Okay. Uh, Nate Davis, the Charlotte tackle at five in the fifth round. Yep. Or Michael Dieter, first pick of the fourth. Michael Dieter. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Uh, Nazir Adderley in the first round. Okay. Or Drew Tranquil in the fifth. This really comes down to value. The thing that I've said about Drew Tranquil is, is that he's the Mac Hollins of linebackers. You have said that before. I have said that. He loves reading oh, Harry Potter. Man. Um, I agree with your previous sentiment that Nazir Adderley in the first round is a little spicy. But I think I'm going to go Adderley. Okay. Do you think that water gun to your head, the Eagles draft someone from the Senior Bowl at 25? Who would it be? Hmm. I don't know that. Uh, who is the most likely? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the chalk answer is probably Montez Sweat, right? Right. I mean, that's the guy that everybody would would peg to be going in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certainly in a position that you, that they'll probably be looking to address in terms of uh, in terms of need. 
It's probably sweat. I re- we were talking about this last night. I feel like there's only three or four guys here that were definitely saying, like, yeah, first round. Yeah. Uh, the, not the counting two, the quarterbacks? It's the, it's the two quarterbacks. No, you're counting them, yeah. I'm counting them. And then it's probably sweat. Mm-hmm. I mean, Adderley's getting that buzz. I, I I haven't seen it all the way there yet. Ferguson is getting a little bit of that buzz. A little bit. I still don't see that. You're either. not there, right? Um, I could see one of the one the, of the tackles. Uh, yeah, that would be it. I mean, to me, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, Titus Howard could end up being That's that. what I was thinking. He's the guy that I feel like has the chance to finish out this week strong. Yes, Goes I could combine, see that. Goes to the combine, and at 320, like, tests like a freak, like, he, he could go first. I could out. see that. All right, we're on to the Sweet 16. Debo Samuel in the second or Drew Samia in the sixth? Man. I got to go Debo. That's my guy. Okay. Andre Dillard in the second or Titus Howard in the second? Oh, this is fun. This is a tough one. They're actually technically uh, Andre Dillard is the second pick of the second round. Titus Howard is the first pick of the second round. They're like five picks away, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I guess. Five picks, though. Yeah. Ooh. It might be Howard. Mm. I wouldn't have said that a week ago. I think it's Howard. I think I'm going Titus Howard. Okay. I wouldn't have said that a week ago. Tyree Brady, second pick of the fourth, or Jonathan Abrams, second pick of the second? I think I like the value more with Tyree Brady in the fourth round. I, I would find it hard to believe the Eagles taking a yeah. pure safety in the second round. That might, that might be true. Might be true. Travis Fulgham in the fifth or Juan Thornhill in the fourth? Uh, Juan Thornhill. Okay. I will say that of the, uh, like, t- to me, like, Juan Thornhill was, was probably, like, a lower seed in terms of how he did the structure. He's, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a guy that could go all the way. He's a Cinderella right now. Okay. Uh, Jalen Jelks, second pick of the second, or Rennell Wren, second pick of the second. Same pick. Who was the first? It was Wren. Jelks and Wren. I'm trusting my eval on Jelks. I'm going to go with Jelks. It's not about your eval. It's about the Eagles eval. Yeah, I know. But we're making my eval. Keelan Doss, second pick of the fourth. Or Alex Wesley, second pick of the sixth. I'm going to go Wesley. I think uh, with Keelan Doss, I think that there's still, obviously there's plenty of potential there, but I think that there's still room to grow, and I like the value more of getting a Wesley in the sixth round. I think that, And I think that more fits where he'll probably go. Chris Lindstrom in the fifth. If you move him on, like well, – Or Garrett Bradbury in the fourth. No, it's Bradbury. This is it. The giant falls. <laughs> uh, Chris Lindstrom has been eliminated from the tournament, and his coach has been fired as a result. Uh, Michael Dieter in the fourth or Nazir Adderley in the first? Michael Dieter in the fourth. The Elite Eight. Woo. All right, so how many – where are we at, like, draft pick-wise? Like, how many, like, uh, second-round picks, fourth-round picks? What are we looking There's at? There's a second, a second, a fourth, a fourth, a second, a sixth, a fourth, and a fourth. Interesting. Okay. Debo Samuel. In the second. In the second. Or Titus Howard in the second. Same Oof. pick. Ugh. What are the Eagles more likely to do? That's a good question. I have obviously know nothing. Yeah. I'm Titus. Not, uh, Titus? Titus. Tyree Brady in the fourth 
Tyree Brady in the fourth. Or Juan Thornhill in the fourth. These are technically different. Tyree Brady is the comp pick in the fourth. Juan Thornhill is their regular pick in the fourth. I like both players a lot. Thornhill. See, the thing with the safeties, too, is you made the comment about the pure safety. I think with the Eagles, I mean, you know how much they had to rely on guys like Trey Sullivan and Corey Graham. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of big nickel, a lot of dime and big dime. I mean, you know, the safeties, even if they're not going to play, if it's not going to unseat Rodney McLeod and Malcolm Jenkins in 2019, Mm -hmm. they'll be able to find ways to get them on the field. I think that's true. However, with Avante Maddox, him having played safety, yes. Your big nickel can be just him. He like, is a wild card, yes. Uh, it's almost like with the depth that they now have with LeBlanc and Maddox, and if you want to say Sidney Jones inside, they don't need that free safety package if McLeod is healthy or if they've replaced him. What you do need is a, an eventual long-term replacement for Malcolm Jenkins. I think that's, I think that's fair to say. Jalen uh, Jelks, second of the second, or Alex Wesley's second of the sixth. Jalen Jelks. You think Jalen Jelks is their type of player, their type of pass I mean, rusher? He's a, he's a guy that comes off the ball really well, and he's okay. a high-motor player. He's athletic. He's just he's, he's still kind of coming along as a pass rusher. Okay. Garrett Bradbury, first pick of the fourth, or Michael Dieter, first pick of the fourth. Same pick. I'm going to go Bradbury. A little bit more flexibility? Yeah. Both guys are very versatile, and I think the Eagles like both. You know, they prefer versatility along the offensive line. Um, both guys, I think, are are guards. I mean, Dieter's got tackle guard versatility. Bradbury's got guard center. Some people think Dieter can play center. Um, I like uh, I like Bradbury. We have reached the final four. That's the that's the best you've got, huh? That's pretty good. On the spot? Of all, oh, it was on the spot. I didn't all come right. up. With, you, you said it. You had that, that grin on your face. Because it just like occurred had, to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. That's all right. All right. Titus Howard. Oof. First pick of the second round. Okay. Or Juan Thornhill, first pick of the fourth round. <laughs> Let's do it this way. Who, who, is, a, who is a better fit? And then who is more likely to be there? Okay. I think Titus Howard is more likely to be there in the second than Thornhill in the fourth. Okay. Who's a better fit? I think they're both good fits. Yeah. Well, then you I actually think they're the both great fits. They don't get to the final four without being great fits. That's true. Well, then you've answered the question. If if yeah. Titus Howard is more likely to be there, yeah, then he moves on. I guess so. Jalen Jelks, yep. second pick of the second. Jalen Jelks, second pick of the second. Or Garrett Bradbury, first pick of the fourth. I'll go Bradbury. More likely to be there and a better fit. All right. It's an offensive lineman matchup. Yep. In the championship game. Yep. Titus Howard versus Garrett Bradbury. All right, let's take let's take this step by step now. Most step likely to by be there. step, day by day. All right, so who, where, where are the picks again? <laughs> Titus Howard. Yep. First pick of the second round. First pick, second which round. is I think the Ravens' pick, or Garrett Bradbury, Eagles' pick in the fourth round. Fourth round. The twenty fifth pick of the fourth round. 
Maybe Titus Howard has too much helium. Maybe I know. He, maybe That's, he's not going to be there. But I think that mm, this is tough. Uh, but Garrett Bradbury is, yeah, yeah. Because you can go either way, right? Like, yeah. I feel like you could say, he, to, you know. He could go in the second round. I know. Like. This is difficult. I'm going to go. Uh, We're crowning a champion right here. I know. One shining moment. I'm going to go Garrett Bradbury. The winner is Garrett Bradbury. I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. Yeah, I, you didn't replace we were, I didn't know what we were doing when I walked yeah, into the room. <laughs> Jason Kelsey, you know, who knows how long he's got left. Garrett Bradbury is the center of the future. He can play guard, too, though. How are you doing on names for young future Duffy? Uh, he'll, be, uh, he'll be Francis the fourth. Oh, you don't, have to, you, don't, you don't have to announce it publicly. I'm just wondering if you're... Yeah, well, it's okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. This has been a pleasure. It's been a wild ride. Can you say? Can would you say that it's been a pleasure? Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Okay. I mean, it's always a pleasure. That's I'm, right. We were uh, we were sitting at weigh-ins on Tuesday, and uh, <sighs> she will love the story. Um, and we're sitting, on, and one of my uh, one of my buddies that scouts for another team came over, and so I said, "Oh, you know, this is you know, we were sitting with Josh Norris, so I introduced him to Josh. I said, "Oh, here are two of my coworkers," and I said, mm. I "Go to UNC back," and it just you know. Probably back to the good old days. Yeah. Said so previous coworker. I course. told Sheila that the next time we do a podcast together, I have a hashtag Sports Indian story for him. So he's very <laughs> he's very excited about that. What's the, I'll which, tease that. which of the stories? I'll tease is that it? for the listeners. Oh, okay, here we go. I'm excited to hear it later. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Uh, that'll do it for the Birds with Friends episodes from down here in Mobile, Alabama. I will have a. Eagles only seven round mock draft with just senior bowl prospects for tomorrow. Can okay. you te- can you give us any kind of tease? You give well, this thought? has been very helpful okay. for that. Um, I'm I'm trying to decide who I want to make the first round pick. That's will different. it be Montez Sweat or will it be Titus Howard? Yeah. Or Nasir Adderley. Um and then uh yeah, I mean hanging out. Follow Fran. I mean, if you're listening to this, you already follow Fran, but if you don't like I mean, do that. Subscribe to the Athletic. Subscri- subscribe to the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast. If subscribe you- to the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast. Train to the draft. You- it's gone downhill since I left. I'd say, but <laughs> so I'm assuming you hadn't listened at all to, during the fall. Like we made it a year round podcast this year, and uh, it was a lot of fun doing it that way. So yeah. I'm excited to see like as it continues to grow. Um, but imagine if you don't subscribe to Eagle Eye in the Sky and you had never listened to it before, and then listening to your open, you're probably like, what, what am I listening yes, to? Yes, I'm sure. The, I, I think it works both as a, a nod to people who listen to both and then really confusing for people who don't. <laughs> but, I mean, they should be listening. Thank you. Uh, all right, so rate, review, subscribe, and uh, download, delete, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll talk to you later. As always, I love you. <laughs>